New Thought Media Network. We are a global broadcast network of positive music, media, and entertainment. Inspiring humanity's evolution along the journey of enlightenment and creating a world of love, peace, empowerment, and prosperity for all. New Thought Media Network. Positively inspiring. Welcome to Ministers Talking Sh**, a weekly program where Rev Briz and Rev Z and their guests chat about current affairs, world events, spiritual principles, and any old sh** they want to talk about. Based on the new thought philosophy and ancient wisdoms, Ministers Talking Sh** shares a visionary perspective of the evolving spiral called spiritual living. Join us each week as we explore the emerging paradigm of life on planet Earth and beyond. And good morning, dear ones. Rev Briz with you over here. Rev Z right here. And this is Ministers Talking Shit for Friday, the 17th of November. Oh my God, it's already the middle of November, Z. Uh, we do this every Friday morning, 7 a.m. Mountain Time. And uh, I was away last week. It looks, uh, I heard you had a great conversation with Reverend Barbara Jean. Yes, yes, it was a great conversation. I mean, we we took it a whole bunch of places, and uh, you know, as as we were saying uh, before we before we went live today, I mean, the, the news cycle now it has it's it's almost like fodder, right? And, and so you know, trying to trying to really find legitimate um stories that affect the, the 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 community and the world is it's getting harder right i mean so it, it, it's like and, and that's a weird thing to say i know right but it's like things that they're reporting as news now is like is that really you know we were talking about there was an article that snoop dogg said he was going to stop smoking now they didn't say what they didn't say if it was tobacco or or marijuana or but either way is that really news that the country needs to know about i you know if he's trying no. to stop I, yeah if he's trying to stop more power i mean i give him i give him kudos uh and if he's trying to make a statement to to so that he you know gives him motivation not to go back on his word but really <laughs> Maybe he's just looking for an excuse to not get invited to good parties anymore. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> you know, it's it's and you know and 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 you know the the rerun of the stories like uh, Biden signed the stopgap bill for the for the country not to close down again, which we just did in in the September beginning in October, right? So. You know, now we're going every two months. We're going, we're going, we're going to write a fake check, right? And so, right. the question becomes: When are we going to sit down as the ruling uh, uh, leaders and really sit down and say, how are we going to prevent this from happening every 
two months, every six months. I mean, we know when the thing is going to run out. Why we wait right to the last minute to create all this hullabaloo about something we know we're going to pass, right? I mean, they're not going to let the government and the military and all these things close down. It's just a charade, and it's just, it's sad. It's, you know, yes, I'm with you. It is sad. And um, welcome aboard, folks, by the way. We started our, uh, Z and I, we always get together about a half an hour before this program starts. And we we jump into this room. We say, okay, what do you want to talk about? And um, and if, if there was a top story today that we saw, it was uh, George Santos announced yesterday that he's not going to seek re-election. Um, of course, in his announcement, he played the victim and said he's not going to, uh, you know, submit his family to the relentless attacks of the media any longer. It's like, well, you know, George, if you did your job and didn't lie about every part of your life, you wouldn't be relentlessly attacked by the media. So... It, in a philosophy like New Thought, where we believe in the power and of cause and effect, um, it's real. Anytime I see somebody whining and crying about being a victim, I I, I get a little, uh, 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 you know, a little dismissive of their whining and crying. And mm-hmm. and but it it is it is such an epidemic of what can we do to not govern and not have the conversation. I don't see that George Santos has pushed any major legislation. I haven't seen really any meaningful. Now, a couple of things have come out of the Biden administration, and and there have been some things that were able to get pushed through in the first half of his term here. And, um, And... even the Democrats are doing it. So I don't want to make this sound like it's a partisan play because we've got Paul Bowman who a few weeks back uh, in the, in the last time we were arguing about how to fund the government went and pulled a fire alarm in the house simply. And, you know, he, he denies that he did it to stall the vote, but it's, I don't know how you get to be a congressman and you mistake a fire alarm for a push here to open the door. One is a big round button with a blue handicap symbol on it. And the other one is a little red and white box that says fire alarm. And you got to break something to be able to pull it even. So all of, it seems like all, and I know all is a blanket term and yada, 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 but the majority of our politicians seem to want to do nothing more than kick the can down the road, take their 175 or whatever it is, a thousand a year and sign up for lifetime security, lifetime secret service uh, protection. Yeah. I, I, uh, here is the thing, you know, we we talked a little bit about this before we came on air and, 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 I look forward to the day, and I know that sounds crazy, that the news is newsworthy, that it's not this bickering back and forth, that it's not this uh, one-upmanship, but it's really reporting about issues and celebrations that 
are informing the populace on the state of the union, if you will, and how we continue to make it better. Not this to and and fro and 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 all of these things that we have now that are that are looking almost just like clickbait, right? In in terms of of internet search or internet research, it's it's ridiculous, you know. Right. Yep. I I don't know, you know. Uh, I was telling Robert and I are, are, are reading a book uh, by someone we've talked about before called. Uh, uh, Birth of a New Gaia by uh, Dr. Sharif Abdullah. And in a, in a nutshell, the premise that he's putting forth and with all the stuff that's going on is that we're in a new, the earth is in a new birthing cycle and we're about to birth a new, excuse me, a new society. And so just like the real birthing process, there's a lot of trauma and a lot of stuff that goes on with the birthing process. Now, of course, I wouldn't know any firsthand stories about that. Okay. I'll have to, I'll have to yield, but from what I've read and talking to my wife, uh, it, it, it can get to be kind of hectic and kind of messy when that process happens. But the point that I'm making is every woman who goes through that cycle they are focusing on the new birth that is to come and not getting too, they got to pay attention, but they're not getting caught up in all of the drama that brings the birth. And I think we have to begin to do that in this country because we're definitely birthing a new society here. Yeah. And unfortunately, our politicians can't see that and are, are, are really focused more on the mess. Yeah. And, and uh, in some cases, perhaps even actively perpetuating a bigger mess, mm -hmm. let's say Donald Trump um, and Lauren Boebert and, uh, and others that seem to be uh, wanting to spread the mess, if you will, yeah. rather yeah. than focus on what is happening and what is coming forward. And, I, you know, I agree with you. It's um, I look at things like. Uh, well, if you look at sports, uh, the F1 race in Vegas this week is just, depending on how you look at it, it's an absolute nightmare or it's the absolute best thing to happen to Vegas. Yes. Um, then again, Major League B Baseball did announce yesterday the approval of moving the Oakland A's to Vegas. So the A's are moving to Vegas. Uh, that's going to happen now because it's all about money uh and vegas is is reinventing itself now in a new way so we can look at a place like vegas as a, as a model as a blueprint it had a very very seedy reputation had a very uh mob-based reputation and that was what was the truth um and then they grew and they tried to make themselves into more of a wholesome family type destination well that only lasted for so long they realized that wasn't working they went back to a more adult theme what happens in mm -hmm. vegas stays in vegas um now we're not here to promote uh extramarital affairs but the city of vegas tried it for a while and um mm -hmm. again and now they're reinventing themselves as a both music and sports 
And so now even more of a, again, re-expanding their definition. Um, I don't see that we as a country are even willing to consider that we're growing, we're changing, we're expanding. We have to be different than, um, than what we've always been. And if you look at global politics, we are the, we are the arm of death on the planet. We create more bombs. We create more military. Um, it's, it seems amazing to me that we create all the weapons of destruction on the planet for the most part. We sell them to pretty much any country that'll buy them. And yet we're still broken in debt yeah. and have to borrow money from China. And, 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 and think about this. Uh, we, there's a story that Ron DeSantis, the governor of Florida, candidate for president of the United States, has hired a company that is headed by, I don't know if it's several or definitely there's one guy who I think is the leader, is an ex-Navy uh, SEAL who was brought up on war crimes, is training a volunteer military group in Florida to help with problems, as they describe it, or help with disasters. Now, I'm thinking, here's a guy, and this whole thing sounds like a private military for a person who's running for the president of the United States. Isn't that the job of the National Guard? That's what I thought. Don't we, don't we already have a, a system in place in this country that can that recruits and trains people to help out with national disasters and, and every other thing? I'm pretty sure we've already. But now I hear what you're saying, right? It would appear the man is, is rounding up a, a a private army. Yeah, and, DeSantis has lost his mind. <laughs> I would have to say yes, yes. <laughs> but that's what dictators do. And truthfully, DeSantis has always looked like that to me. He looked like a petty little dictator that throws a tantrum if he doesn't get his way, and he's playing right out of Trump's playbook. Yeah, I, I, it's, it's, you know, I, I begin to ask myself when we look, look at the news. The stories are beginning to get over, I'll say, saturated in that, you know, they're covering the same story. Nothing changes from the morning news and the evening news, right? Let's say 12 hours from 6 a.m. cycle <laughs> to, the, to the 6 p.m. cycle. Yeah. And and it's like, there's got to, we need to know these things without a doubt, Right. But do we need to know them at the volume and at the concentration and at the repeat of everything again? I mean, you know, we we look at people who are supposed to be leading the government to keep us out of conflict. I mean, just let's take the the, the Xi Jinping and and Biden talks the other day, right? right? They say it was great talks, and that you know they they talked about supplies to make fentanyl and 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 now the two military leaders are talking again and 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 so there's some meaningful things 
and I found out something interesting. If I didn't hear it wrong, I have to go and verify it, that Xi Jinping's wife and President Biden's wife have to share the birthday together. So, you know, and then right after that, Biden just asked a question about Xi Jinping being a dictator. And he said, oh, yeah, he's a dictator. I'm like, even if you thought that, after you just had a meaningful meeting, now what kind of salt is that going to throw on everything? When just say, look, next question, let's talk about what, what we talked about. That's not, we're, we're working to, to, to create a better, safer world for everybody. Yeah. What? There comes a time where we have to let people free from their history. Yeah. So, yes, has has Xi Jinping acted like a dictator? Yes, at times. Is he one today? I don't know. But I'm going to give him the benefit of the doubt that he's growing and evolving like everybody else is. Right. right? Let's go back to our birth analogy and... You know, as a man, as any person, as a woman, we date around before we get married. Most people have other partners before they find the one they want to spend their lives with. Many get married and divorced. And we can't hold on to, oh, you've been with someone else when we make a commitment to somebody. So are we going to make a commitment to a better and deeper and more meaningful relationship with China? Well, I hope so. And if so, we can't immediately say, yeah, but you know, he slept around before he was with somebody else before we got together. You can't. LZ and I went to lunch this week. We had a great lunch, had a good conversation. It would be like me walking out on the street afterwards and saying, you know, that guy in there doesn't know a damn thing about what he's talking about. Yeah. Just because that's what I've been trained to say, or that's what the culture wants to believe, or that's what the society needs me to say, or that's what the Senate needs me to say, or that's what the military contractors need me to say so they can keep selling more guns and bullets across the country. Right. right. And, and, some, you know, no, go ahead. I was just going to say, at some point, we have to, from... If America doesn't lead on a world stage towards oneness, then we are doomed yes. to be left behind because someone, one of these global powers will start beating the drum of oneness, will start that clarion call to be connected, to be united rather than, than this petty little bickering we keep doing. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we have bigger, I suggest, we have bigger issues than did Snoop Dogg stop smoking? And if he did, what did he stop smoking? Right? I mean, you know, uh, 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 he stopped smoking that Mexican ditch weed and started smoking some good <laughs> stuff, right? Who knows? Yeah. I mean, you got, you got, uh, uh, well, I forget his name. He's so irrelevant. The, the Democrat, I meant the Republican out of New York. Uh, oh, Santos. Um, Santos, yeah. Yes. I mean, 
why are we wasting taxpayers' money to go through all of this stuff to get him out of the office and put someone in there? Even you know, put someone in there that has some 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 uh, some ability to to lead and and be an example. Now everybody makes mistakes. When, I mean, you know, life is real. Let's not let's not be be uh, 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 childish about it. But to what he did was deliberate and intent to, yeah. on several occasions, repeatedly, to falsify his persona, his 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 education, his financial standing, to get into a position to help solve problems, and he's he's just caused a whole nother litany of problems. And truthfully, <clears throat> the, the government call it the Republicans, don't have the balls to actually get rid of him. They could have taken him out of, out of Congress last week. They could have expelled the man. They, they, and they have more than enough proof that he's unqualified and unfit for this office. And rather than expel the man, they said, oh, we need to protect our interests, so we're going to leave him in place. And they're going to let him continue out and finish his term, and which will which will qualify him for secret service protection. If my understanding of it all is correct. So he's not getting, he's not ever going to have to admit, yeah, I was wrong or I did this, or he's just bowing out because he can't take the pressure of standing up to the truth. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I'm happy to see him go. To be honest, again, yeah. it's another distraction in, in from what we're really doing, because mm-hmm. what we really need to be talking about is how do we get more clean water into places like when was the last time we talked about the water crisis, the water situation in Flint, Michigan? When was the last time we really had? And I don't just mean you or I or some good intending mm-hmm, people. Mm-hmm. But when was the last time the federal government actually looked at what is the state of the water supply? When was the last time the federal government looked at the fact that Nestle and other companies steal public water and resell it back to us in an unsustainable plastic bottle? When was the last time we looked at does we vilify people that are on WIC and other food assistance programs? When was the last time we looked at how do we really supply and create a food supply and and a distribution system that makes sure no kid goes hungry? Because we have more than enough of everything we need in this country to make sure that no child goes to bed hungry. And yet we have a huge epidemic of children that are malnourished in this country. And we and but that's not sexy enough to to be on the news that doesn't get the clicks on on the platforms. And it brings too many people under scrutiny who are, who've been elected and put on commissions and committees and things to address those issues that obviously seem like they're being, you know, derelict in their duties because uh, it's status quo. We, we, you know, we're to it and fro and nothing's, you know, if people get upset enough and they scream enough, okay, we'll drop a little something over here to quell, to quell that and it's gone again. You know, yeah. uh, our d- dear friend uh, Linda asks a great question. Is there a moral compass in the world or is the needle spinning? 
Yeah. I think in the United <laughs> States, the needle's spinning. Yeah. Um, we, we, there is, well, and maybe this is part of it, Z, right? We don't really have a shared vision anymore. No. JFK said we needed to go to the moon. We had a shared vision. Others, you know, others pointed towards things and and we had a shared vision. Mm -hmm. And um I saw a little reel yesterday that had a an old clip by Ronald Reagan saying that you know we can either borrow money or we can print money, but both of them lead to inflation. Yes, yeah, and and we're in a we're in a, a a spin we're in a spiral a a, a self feeding spiral if you will of either printing more money or or borrowing more money, but none of it leads to none of it's for the purpose of a vision. Right, right. To and and you know you 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 remind me of a conversation I had yesterday. Uh, and 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 thanks Linda for bringing this whole thing up with this more compass piece because I I made reference to the speech that Malcolm X made at the United Nations when civil rights was in its you know uh, 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 turmoil days and 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 the point that Malcolm made was and I'm I'm paraphrasing and you can go find that speech is that. We're not concerned necessarily with civil rights. We want human rights because if we're talking civil rights, I can divide that up into who that applies to, right? But if I'm looking at human rights, last I checked, we don't have no, you know, we don't have no mythical characters that are lion men and and, and <laughs> hawk-headed bird. I mean, hurt human-headed hawks and we. That human rights, the humanness of us all, regardless of race, creed, color, sexual orientation, any of that, should be the cornerstone of how we treat people, how we legislate, how we provide service. Period. And 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 okay, and and that's a you know to support humans is a lot, but there are some cornerstones: uh, food, clothing, and shelter that we know every human needs that should be a given right and that yeah. goes beyond anything and so these things with children and elderly and and the, and and the uh homeless uh those things would 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 go to such a small percentage of the population we could then focus on other things yeah yeah exactly you you're, you're hitting the, those right notes in my book again because um we're, as you mentioned, we're reading Sharif's book, Birthing a New Gaia, um, and that's all built on the vision of a world that works for all, and he, he expanded that in later years to say all life. Mm -hmm. So that phrase and, and Sharif's book, Creating a World that Works for All, has been around for over 20 years now. And in that time, I believe we've gotten closer but we're still missing that piece about the all, yes. all life. Yes. Um, so yes, human rights, we start there. Um, and human rights, you know, if Mitt Romney can say corporations are people too, then I can say that animal, pets and animals are people too, right? <laughs> they, they, we, we've got to recognize that yeah. 
that the animals on this planet are are sentient beings to their own degree. Now they don't have the quite the intelligence that we do, but but truthfully, I wouldn't want to get into an argument with a lion over politics because they got a different skill set. And their skill set could take me out if I'm not care if I'm not being respectful, and, you know. And how many document, I mean, uh, documentaries have we seen and continue to be produced and and distributed showing the intelligence, the 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 in tuneness with the allness of life from various animal species that we look at and we say, wow. How come I didn't think of that? I'm supposed to be the crown of creation, so to speak. Well, how did I miss that? Right. Yep. Every time we get to that point, I'm reminded of uh, that great show tune, So Long and Thanks for All the Fish. Yeah. Uh, yeah. When the dolphins ascend and we start seeing dolphins levitate, I know we're in trouble because they're taking <laughs> off before we can. Uh, and, uh, but, uh, our Douglas Adams fans will get a kick out of that joke, but otherwise, right. But again, you're, you're, you're absolutely right that there is so much that we as humans, so are we not the most arrogant and entitled species on the planet? I think we are. <laughs> yeah. 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 And, and when we look at, when we look at the various uh, institutions, for lack of a better word, of life, whether they're politics, whether it's education, whether it's medicine, whether it's news and communication, uh, distribution, uh, economics, uh, pick a system that makes the wholeness of, of, of a country or a society. Right now, we've said this before, each one of them is in turmoil. And one thing we know are, 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 and continuing to learn that it's a series of levies and pulleys and you can't pull one without affecting the other. And it appears that these levies and pulleys are working on an independent, not in relationship to what, when I pull this one, what happens over here. And we have to begin to stop siloing things and begin to look in this allness of life, this wholeness of life, no matter what level you want to look at it, whether it's biological, sociological, economical, and begin to work to create a world that works for all. Yeah. The minerals and, and people too. Yep. You know, it, as you shared that, it strikes me. If you just walk up and start pulling on levers, you make the system worse. Mm-hmm. You've got to be able to step back and take a look at the system, at the whole system, and mm-hmm. say, oh, okay, that lever is going to affect that pulley. That pulley is going to affect this lever. That lever is – and I don't want to make it sound like nobody does. I think there's great people in the world that are looking at these things. Um, they just don't have a tendency to run for office. Mm-hmm. And so or then be the heard or be right or be listened to um, or, or be listened to by those that are in office and enact the, and, and lay down the law as it were. So, and you know, folks, you, you get tired of hearing us say this. I know 
But in many ways, the easiest way to affect all of this is to vote. Yeah. Now, you know, we just had an election here in Colorado and it's an off year. So nothing, you know, nothing all that important happened. And we put some people in some 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 county commissioner offices and we put some people in some school board positions and and things of that nature. And um, and I have to ask, you know, how many of us actually did the research on those candidates? Or did we just see that our neighbor had this guy sign up? So I decided to, you know, oh, that sign looks looks good. I like the way that looks. So I'm going to vote for them. Or I like that name. I'm going to vote for that. Or, mm-hmm. or oh, that's a man. That's a woman. I'm going to vote for the man. Or, or vice versa. Or I'm just going to vote for the women because, well, the women are smarter. I, you know, whatever it is, one of the easiest ways to affect this type of change to, to be part of this new society that we're talking about, this new society that's being birthed here is to be involved and to be aware and mm-hmm. to, it doesn't mean you got to go out on the streets in March. It doesn't mean you have to get on the phone and, and try to convince others, but do you know what you're talking about when you repeat the things that other people are talking about, did you take the time to read the article? And I'll admit, you know, I, I often read the headline and don't read the article. Um, but I try not to talk about those things unless I've read the article and maybe a few other articles from a few other sources than just the ones that, that I, that I find most often are being fed to me. Yeah. And I love Linda's, uh, comment you know grassroots politics matter i do my research and i did vote right i mean how do we begin to uh get active right um in that like thanksgiving is coming up right how you know make a plan to go by a homeless shelter and serve some food or pass out some coats or socks or gloves or you know because there's a difference when you have a first-hand encounter with something and 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 how you begin to uh have a relationship with that thing you know person if you will uh as opposed to sitting back in a news cycle and not uh having a first-hand experience relying on someone else's explanation of what a situation is it will begin to change immediately. Yeah. You know, when that card comes in your mailbox, it says donate $3.50 to buy a Thanksgiving meal for somebody or a, or a holiday meal for somebody. Do it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> don't, don't, don't get into the, 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 oh, they're good company. Do it. Church asks for a few bucks to help out their con. Do it. And these are the types of things that can really affect great change yeah 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 it's you know as we go into this thanksgiving week and we go into this holiday season if you will lots of holidays coming up in the next uh two and a half week uh, a month and a half um let's let's really and i know some people get into this oh, you know i'm not into new year's resolutions yeah i get it you, you don't want to wait to make a resolution on just one time a year you make them all the year when it's necessary but it does create a nice milestone for you to contemplate and to begin to try to make some changes but let's right. begin to think about 
how we are going to go into next year, and I'm jumping way ahead, but how are we going to go into next year to alleviate some of the problems we see personally? Forget, you know, that I can have an effect on. What what thing can I do to increase the harmony of my community, of my city, of my state, right? And yeah. and and the country or world, but we have to start somewhere. And if it's just making a simple thing, like I'm not going to use plastic utensils anymore. I'm not going to use paper plates anymore. Now, you may think your one fork or spoon or whatever doesn't matter. But believe me, if we get enough to do that, those one-offs will become a massive thing. And 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 that's one way we can make an effect change. Yep. You know, I, will, I will share that. There's not many things in the world I hate, but I cannot stand washing plastic bags. I cannot stand washing out my Ziploc bags of any size and then hanging them up to dry and reuse them. But I do it. I, mm-hmm. All right. I try to push it off on my kids, but ultimately I end up washing the plastic bags. And I keep that plastic out of the stream. I keep that plastic out of cir- circulation. I keep it out of the gar- out of the landfills, so that we don't need to make more. And and it's not about not buying more. I mean, that's you know that's part of it. Yeah, I don't have to buy them as often. But it's not about me saving money. It's about saving the planet. Yeah, through yeah. the little actions. Wow, here it is. If we are truly birthing a new society, and I believe we are, and if Earth is truly birthing a new society, we don't want Mother Earth dying in labor. Mm-hmm. We don't want Mother Earth to be a statistic that dies during the labor and the birthing process. We need to be the midwives that are there helping to birth this new society, helping to keep Mother Earth calm and and relaxed and focused on the job at hand. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, if I had a bike, I'd throw it on the ground. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. We got, we, we, we have to, let's, let's, let's put out a challenge, if you will, that during this holiday season, Mm. contemplate, just contemplate what needs our attention and how can I, we being the inhabitants of this planet who have an ability to affect the change and what it is that we're going to do to take part of that. Yep. Because now we've gotten into this whole idea of living life conveniently. So we make bags and throw them away and we do all these things because I don't want to wash the dishes or whatever. Right. But look at the long-term effect of that, or even the short to medium-term effect. Some of this stuff is short-term. And, yeah. and begin to say, as, as we do in teams, team activities, <clears throat> what is my part to do to make the team successful? Not, not necessarily win, because that puts it in a whole other vernacular, but to be successful. Right. Then we will begin to work in sync 
and to affect change that not only our grandchildren and great-grandchildren will benefit, we will benefit because we'll set an example for them to follow of how do we be caretakers of this big blue house that we call Earth. Yeah. Amen. All right, Amen. folks. We never do promise to solve all the the mess, but uh, we do promise to be casting a vision of how we clean it up and move forward and create a world that's working for all. Thank you for being with us here this morning on Ministers Talking Ship. We'll be back again. Uh, we'll be back. We might be back next Friday. We haven't decided yet. We might just show a rerun as it's a holiday here, but we. Uh, we will be back with more, uh, especially here on New Thought Media Network. Stay tuned throughout the day. We've got our full day of broadcasting. Uh, morning, uh, Seku Writes with Be Your Own Heroes up next. Morning Prayers at 8.15, 8.30. It's the Morning Sip with Reb Melissa. 9 o'clock, Spanish Language Programming with Emma Moreno. 9.30, Spanish Language Prayer with the Spanish Prayer Team. Later this morning, 10 o'clock, Practicing Infinite Possibilities with Lindsay Leinbach. 1 o'clock is The Joy Show with Reverend Barbara Jean. I'll be back with The Good News at 5 and Reverend Michael with the Fireside Chat at 6. We wrap it all up with prayer, evening prayers at 8.15. And, uh, and we will be back tomorrow morning. Uh, you're on the Science, Mind, and Spirit Saturday Morning Conversation Series tomorrow morning, Z. So uh, you'll lead us in that conversation and that experience always a great time so please folks do stay in touch stay involved hit the donate button hit the like hit the share hit the hit the any button that's a positive button out there and uh <clears throat> with your friends so uh on behalf of myself and the entire team here at new thought media network we love you we think you're amazing and we look forward to being with you again real soon until then we wish you peace and richest blessings Bye now. And thanks for listening to this week's episode of Ministers Talking We'll be back again next week with more commentary on current affairs, world events, and any other our ministers want to talk about. And if you found value here, please share our with your friends. Until next time, peace and blessings. <laughs>